Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Bergio, and I'm super excited today because um, this episode is coming to you with a lot of effort from us two ladies. <laughs> Let us just preface it with that, okay? Because yesterday, Megs had to deal with my terrible Wi-Fi not connecting. We were supposed to do this episode yesterday, and then today we traded places, and now she is doing this out of her car because she is a ride or die. She shows up for the things she says she's going to do. So, that's as much as I know so far, and I already want to be your best friend. So when you can find other women who do what they say they're going to do, show up for you, hype you, let you fuck up and don't like, you know, cancel and talk shit to you. I mean, what more do you want in life? So you no, know, right now, so, let's just start with that. Welcome to the show. Thank you for making time for me today. Oh, a hundred percent. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. <laughs> Listen, so I just have to read your, your bio that you sent me over because I was like, I think she's my long lost twin. So I would (laughs) like to just for sure edify. We did get a chat a little bit yesterday before, which was awesome. So Megs is an over, often over caffeinated, adequately tattooed, straight talking, professional writing coach, ghostwriter, author, and copywriter from the Pacific Northwest. When she isn't making magic happen for clients of her business, Meg writes LLC, which is your biz, right? She can be found binge watching documentaries, doodling, getting crafty, trying to befriend forest animals. Oh yeah, we're definitely good. Yeah. <laughs> Contemplating walking her dog. I love that. Obviously we're going to put all of her info in the show notes. So you guys are going to love this episode. We're going to dive right in because Meg's is like that person. If you are an entrepreneur, especially in the beauty industry, but an entrepreneur in general, looking for support around copy and getting your message out there in many, many different facets, Meg comes in and saves the day for you. So Meg, tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got into this biz. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I just have to say, I've been on a lot of podcasts and that's my favorite like intro and all of that. Like, yeah, hands down. We're definitely best friends. Um, (laughs) totally. So my business, what I do, I, I'm a word wizard. I'm a word nerd. I I started in copywriting because, okay, let me back up. I've been writing as a side hustle for like 20 years. I just never thought that it was something I could make money doing because that whole, you know, growing up, it's like, oh, well, you can't make money doing your dream. You have to make money in a cubicle. Yeah. So yeah, sounds right. That's exactly. So I did it. I did the cubicle gig for 20 years and I hated it. And so like, okay, check. Um, realized I, I wanted to try making a go of the writing thing. And so actually beginning of the pandemic, I was like, you know what? The world is on fire. Now seems like a really good time to quit my corporate, my stable corporate job with health insurance and uh, start my own business. Why not? So started the business, decided to start with copywriting because that seemed like an easy way to get my foot in the door because every business needs writing for their website, for their emails, for their Facebook ads, for, you know. Um, So I got my foot in the door there. I knew big picture. I wanted to be writing books and I wanted to be helping coach others to improve their own writing. And I got really lucky six months into the new business. I was approached to ghostwrite two full length books. And I was like, okay, well, five-year plan out the window. Let's just do this shit now. And that's, where we are today. I've been in business for about a year and a half now, and I've got seven books ghost written. So under my clients' names out there, I've got um, four of my own that I've self-published 
And I've got, I don't even know how many clients that I've helped coach through writing their own books or getting better at writing their own copy. And like you said, just sharing their message. That's, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So honestly, I have thought about writing a book since I was a little girl. So the fact that my new VA connected me with you first, I was like, I want to find really like awesome women to bring on the show. Always talking about like beauty inspires beauty, meaning what is the thing that makes you like be you and going back to who we were when we were kids, like I loved writing too. And it took up until my freshman year in college, this professor was such an asshole and told me my writing was shit and that I didn't know anything about writing. And I quit. I actually dropped out of college and I went back to beauty school. And it was like those moments of like, just crushing, like we didn't have mentors like we do. That was 22 years ago. No one was there to tell me like, fuck that guy. Like do your own thing. And you know, you see people like Kim Kardashian and Barack Obama writing books. And I'm like, they don't have a writing background. And it isn't until you realize there's ghost writers like you who are actually (laughs) writing the book. And I'm like, oh wait, maybe I can do this. So when you and I were talking yesterday, I know you help people get all kinds of books out there. So there's not just your traditional hardcover. Here's the book. There's the Kindle, which is only online. Correct. And then there's the, which are much smaller versions that you were talking to me about yesterday, which are 25 to 30,000 words. What is a typical regular book? How many words are in in a regular book? So when you're looking like a novel, like a regular full length book, you're looking usually between 50 and 75,000 words. Um, yeah, sometimes as high as a hundred thousand. Um, yeah, like those are a big undertaking, which when they're written well, they move so quick and you're good. But yeah, a lot of people overlook the ebook. And I mean, like we were talking yesterday, we live in a world where people have such short attention spans that if you're trying to get your message across, I mean, how many characters is it now with Twitter and I know Instagram, there's a limit on how many you can have in your in your caption there and Facebook, you only get so many letters while you have the cool color block and then you get demoted down to just regular post. I mean, everything is happening quick and people don't have the attention span to sit and read a full book to digest a little bit of your message. So for business owners, that is my biggest recommendation is if you're wanting to write a book to connect with either your current clients and your current audience and just, you know, solidify that connection. Or if you're looking at reaching a whole brand new, you know, worldwide audience and sharing your magic, sharing your ripple an ebook is the way to do it. It lets you share just enough of your magic that it really hooks them. And they realize, okay, she's, she's my vibe. This is someone I want to work with. This is someone I want to talk to or she's not my flavor. It was a great read. I'm out two bucks and on to the next. It's, it's a great way. I like to say it's a great way to let people dip their toes into your magic. They can just kind of dip their toes in. It's non, non-committed. See what you're about. Totally. And, you know, price points for books are a fraction of what programs and courses yeah. and masterminds and all that kind of shit is. So, you know, I know a lot of people who have read one life-changing book and then they've taught from whatever they've learned from that book and made that like their mission in life or whatever. Right. I guess that's like how the Bible is. Right. (laughs) So um, (laughs) that's a bigger book. That's a bigger book. Same, you know, like premise of all of it. So what are some reasons that people, let's just say like me, a salon owner, a small business owner, a female entrepreneur trying to make my mark in the world. What would a book do for someone like me who doesn't have content like that out there yet? Cause you, t- you mentioned it yesterday and I was like, Oh, I love this. 
Oh my God. There is so much you can do. I mean, okay. So I only know you a little bit. I feel like we've had our first date talk, but we haven't like actually gone to dinner yet. (laughs) So you, I mean, if you're wanting to help inspire other like salon owners or people who are dreaming about building their own salon, you could write an ebook about some of the things that you need to know before you undertake something like that. You could do an ebook. Honestly, you have a podcast with how many like 60 plus amazing episodes right now. There are so many lessons. I binge watched, I think, binge listened five episodes yesterday. So many lessons just from those. Like you can take those and put them into a book to spread that ripple. The things that you've learned in business so far, those are big. Those are, that's what my first book was, is the things that I've learned in my first year in business to try and help other uh, self-employed hopefuls kind of avoid some of those pitfalls. Just, you know, hey, here's, I want to, I want to pass it on to the next gal who thinks maybe I'll try it so that maybe she can have a little bit of an easier go. So there are so many things and yes, selling the books is amazing. Like you make a little money off of royalties and book sales. That's great. But the real key is if you have a program or if you have, like you said, a program, a group program, one-on-one services, if you're able to connect with just one or two people through your book, it's paid for itself right there. I mean, it's paid for itself right there. Just letting them connect with you and see what you have to offer. And then there's word of mouth and recommendations. And yeah, it's, uh, I can go on and on and on. And on. <laughs> well, I love that you go on and on because I like to know all the, de- I like to know all the things as my friend Regina Lawrence always says, we can be all the things. And I want to know a little bit about all the things. So yes, that like, I can't even tell you, like, it's funny when you hear something from someone maybe that you don't know, like you guys can relate to this. You maybe heard the advice from your mom or like somebody who like tried to get a message to you. And then someone random tells you it and you're like, oh my God, that's the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. Yes. <laughs> like the book has been on my heart, but sometimes we just need to be a reminded or b given permission that there is an easy way to do things. And, and just the proof of look how many books are in a bookstore and I get produced yeah. every single year. Like it's obviously yeah. doable. Um, so I think if anyone listening has a message they want to share, start with, you know, figuring out, you know, who you'd want to share it with. And then I think when you know who you're talking to, that's much like social media, when you know yes. who you're talking to, it's easier to pick that phone up and start talking to her. And when you're writing a book, sometimes it's easier when you, you know, Hey, it's jokingly, that was one of the first things we always do when we create programs is who's your niche person? Like, who's your dream? Yeah. Who, who is your ideal client? And then we name her and what her age, where she lives, what she does, all the things. And so then when you start talking to her, you know exactly what she needs because you know who she is. Yes. Writing copy and content and even putting social media stuff out there. Does that help when you sit down with um, someone to write? Like, what does the process look like? Oh, no, a hundred percent. That's exactly. Um, There's so many steps to it, but at the very beginning, it's realizing, okay, so what is it that you offer? What is the magic that you want to share? And who do you want to share it with? And I like to tell people like, okay, well back, you know, in the before times when we could go into Barnes and Noble, go in and look at the bookshelves, where's your book going to sit? Like, who is it next to? Like who, you know, and not even thinking like, okay, well, my last name starts with T, so I'm going to be stuck down there. No, like what you're on the bestseller shelf, you know, the one, where's your book? Like, is it sitting next to so-and-so? Is it, are you sitting next to Oprah? Are you next to Obama? Are, you know, where are you on the shelf? Who are you next to? So who are you attracting? And then really, like you said, it's with the niche. It's who are you talking to? 
for me, I always tell people when you're writing a book, you want it to be somewhat conversational. And for a lot of people, their conversations can be very professional and very astute and very eloquent and amazing. And that's great because you're going to connect with those people. My books are very much like, no shit, here's the stuff. I'm going to say fuck a lot. It's going to say shit a lot. I might say tits a few times. Like, it's going to be very much like, here is the no holds barred. This is how you get shit done. Um, But that's my audience. Those are my audience are the people that kind of felt like they might have been a little closeted for a while and told to be quiet. Now there's like, no, no, I'm here. You guys, yeah, (laughs) is my soul sister. (laughs) No more sitting in a box. Nobody puts baby in a corner anymore, even though I'm in a corner right now. But I put myself in this corner. That I love that. And you know, when you and this is one of the things I talked about in a few episodes ago. I don't know how far back you went, but I almost had to apologize because um, I think like most great podcasts, podcasters, we start out, it's a new thing for us. None of us went to podcast fucking school. So, you know, you start with the easy thing, which is interviews. Interviews are easy because then you're just gently leading someone else to mostly talk and you interject here and there. Well, then you get a little bit more confident and you realize you want to start having a conversation with that person, like how we're doing right now. And instead of just, you know, having a list of like questions I ask every single person, that's freaking boring. And I learned from Jenna Kutcher, like, you know, that's not the jam. She is uh, right. Be still my heart. I would, I would, I would marry her in one. She's one of my girl crushes. (laughs) I love her. We should write her a letter together. Um, Maybe she'll let us come on the show and do a guest coaching spot. But um, if you guys don't know who Jenna Kutcher is, she has the Gold Digger podcast and she is a badass female marketing leader. I mean, mm-hmm. anything you want to learn about anything business, um, podcast, yeah. all the things. She's a that was a solid plug for you, Jenna. You're welcome. Um, oh, God, yes. We can even say this podcast has been brought to you by inspiration from Jenna Kutcher. Um, so yeah, when you on the podcast episodes, I was really realizing I wasn't truly showing up as myself. And I think it was because I picked like this pretty picture of myself like more girly than I normally am. And it had all these pink and the swirl. And I was like, oh, it's called the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. And like, I have to be more, I don't know, girly and like soft. And, you know, if anybody knows me, it's like the F-bomb comes out of my mouth every other time. I'm super uncouth when it comes to like, just not having a filter around what I say. And I was, you know, the interviews were great. I was still being myself, but at the end of the day, I was hiding and not doing any solo episodes because I was scared of, you know, not landing with a certain audience. And then I realized, you know what, then they're not for me. And like you said, like when you can write who you really are, I'm sure the words just flow and flow and flow. When you're trying to be somebody you're not, how hard is that? No one can keep up with that. No, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. I, okay. So when I first started my business, I definitely was still coming from corporate America and I was very much like, okay, I have to have professional headshots and I should probably cover my tattoos and my nails should be a natural color and I should flat iron my hair and I'm going to talk to people this way. And my first few clients that I signed like that, they were the most difficult and it's not because of the client. It was because I was having to put back on this crazy facade every time I worked for them. And now I kid you not, every single one of my clients working on some of the biggest projects I could ever, like, couldn't have even imagined. And it's like fucking child's play. It's going and sitting at a park and working because it's so in tune with who I am. I, so when you said like talking out loud and just kind of feeling it, like it flows Honestly, one of the things a lot of times when I talk to clients and they're like, okay, well, I want to write a book, but I don't know how to write. Like when I write, I just, 
I call it creative constipation, writer's block, whatnot. Like it's just, for me, it's constipation because it's all plugged up. It's not good. So I tell them instead of sitting at the computer and just staring at that blank screen and dying a little bit, put on your fucking phone, turn on the audio note, go for a drive, you know, listen to some gangster rap, whatever you need to do. And just verbal diarrhea, just start talking it out. And it feels awkward at first. Yes. And people will stare at you if you stop at a stoplight, but just keep going. That's how so many of my clients have written like their introduction in the first few chapters of their books is they just verbal diarrhea, get it out, go home and transcribe it. You're good. It's yeah. That gives me so much hope. I'm going to have so many books out there. You guys watch out. They're going to need a bookstore after me. Woo. I mean, if this doesn't bring the fire and inspire you to put something out there in the world and leave some tiny bit of your legacy for other people down the road to have, like how cool would it be to tell your kids you wrote a fucking book? Like that's so cool. Even if you start a cartoon book for your kids, like if, if it's been in you or you've got, like, I would love to do a kid's book. Like, oh my God. Cause my son's 10 and he's so like, we just, I'm changing subjects here, but like, he's such a creative and it's so hard for me to get him to sit and read a book. And half the time, I think it's because either he knows if it's like an educational, I already know that mom or it's like, (laughs) and so we, I had ordered him a book last Christmas that let you put his name in the book. And so it says his name on the front of the book. And then I try to find books. Like there was this turtle book that has, it was the turtle's name was Kai. And so when you can create special things for, you know, making things easy to learn, relearn, digest, get inspired by, like, we all have something we can share with the world. Even if you learned it from somewhere else, everything's been thought, everything's been said already. You just have to shift it and tell it from your perspective. And that's what makes it special. And that's why there's 5 million hairdressers and there can be five bazillion writers and, you know, all the things. So man, this is super inspiring. And I hope you guys listening, feel some sort of nudge to like reach out to Meg and see what it's all about. If you've ever been curious about it, but also with copywriting, I know you do that also. So yeah, is that another service that you provide for people who are looking just to put really great content out there? Would this be for like websites, um, launch pages, I don't know, social media content, like tell us all the things that you do. I mean, how many of there are you (laughs) right now? One, but I'm working on that. I don't know how my husband feels about it. (laughs) We live in a small house, so we'll see how many we can fit. (laughs) Um, I do. I do offer copywriting as well. Um, It's something I'm actually really picky on because again, I found that a lot of times the people that were needing the help were the ones who didn't really fit into my personality. And so it was something where they wanted, they wanted the magic pill. And anyone, curvy girl, anyone who's been there, there's no magic pill, guys. Sorry. Um, it just doesn't exist. She said curvy, curvy girls. There is no magic pill. I love There is no magic pill. You know, I know. I I mean, they outlawed Fen Fen and now it's like, we got nothing. Um, but it's called called Molly. We discovered it in Tulum a few months ago. Do not buy drugs from Carlos in the bathroom. Just saying. (laughs) It is not what you think it is. I feel like you and I have definitely met before. So we'll take that offline. Um, <laughs> um, oh, good God. But no. So a lot of times people that are seeking a copywriter, they want that magic pill. Yeah. So they're like, hey, I own a X business. I own a salon and I want to have 7 million new clients by next week. Can you go ahead and write me a sales page? And I'm like, well, that's cool. What services do you offer? Like, I do hair. That's great. 
it's a good start. <laughs> what do you do that makes it magic? And so it becomes like pulling teeth. So sometimes I will connect with a business owner or an entrepreneur that just like their passion and their business, their passion for their business. You can feel it. And I'm like, okay, I want to work with her. I, and I say her, I have male clients. I just seem to connect more with badass bitches because, you know, like begets like. So I, uh, but yeah, so copywriting, yeah, I do all that website, email, sales pages, launch pages, client newsletters, social media posts, all of the, all of the fun stuff. All the things. And I'm going to want to, one more thing, because I listened to Jenna this morning. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give another plug to her. Um, yes. I was, <clears throat> she was, she was, co- she was coaching somebody. She did a coaching with somebody who started a podcast and the lady was close to 10,000 downloads. Anyways, she was asking her questions about the podcast. And um, by the way, Jenna Kutcher's podcast is around, I think it was 500 million downloads at this point. Yeah. So if, yeah. like you said, five minutes ago, if you guys haven't checked her out, like do yourself a favor, she's awesome. Um, and the lady was asking her questions just around um, scaling the podcast and all of that. And so Jenna touched on, you know, some things that she would have done sooner. And it was really around the copy that was the titles for the podcast. So if you guys are interested yes. in a podcast or if you're putting anything out there that requires a title of some sort, um, what are your ideal clients searching for, right? So those are the magic keywords, the SEO search engine optimization words that people are putting into Google that will then lead them to you. So once you learn how to properly target your audience, like first you got to know who she is or they are. And then what are they looking for? And so I could be pumping out content, which I have been, and I haven't been as savvy as I should have been with the SEO for all of my um, show notes, but that Jenna did say we could go back in and retitle some of the podcast episodes and we can change up the show notes, add those keywords in, and they will still help generate. So if you've already started something and you didn't do that in the beginning, I'm going to go back myself. I'm 60 plus episodes in and have somebody help me figure out the SE, like all of that stuff. So that's where yeah. someone like Meg's come, come in and get you going from the beginning. Um, I just got off a coaching call with a girl who she does one-to-one coaching. And that was one of the things she was like, I don't really want to do social media. I know my social media sucks, but I'm very like um, frugal with my money. And I don't necessarily want to spend the money on that. And I said, listen, at the end of the day, you know, one of my main mentors, Chris Harder talks about stick to your zone of genius. What is it that you're good at? And allow for someone else the permission to come onto your team and do what they're good at. That will push your brand and grow you 10x, no matter what it is that you're doing, whether it's a personal brand um, that I think everybody should have, because at one point you might want to transition into something and sell something and offer something. And so if you're known as someone who is adding value into the world, like you can shift and pivot like I have, and it comes pretty easily. So um, I think, yeah, just knowing that, there's people out there that can do this kind of stuff for you. And I will say too, like, I love to write, but I'm, I'm kind of a perfectionist when it comes to stuff. So like, I will write something and delete it. And it's like, same with graphics. And that's why I don't do my own canvas stuff because then I'll, I'll never get it out there. And so I have someone else do it. And she sends me like three options. She's like, which one do you like? That's way better. You know? Cause otherwise yeah. <laughs> half the day, I probably would have deleted it by accident. And then I would have never even posted it. So now I just pay someone to do it. So how yeah. do you write like, you know, if Meg sent me something, I can make a couple little edits and it may have done in five minutes. So yeah, I think the service you provide is amazing, but you also have something special that you put together for uh, people to kind of do. It was a group uh, program for business owners. Can you talk to us about that before we let you go? Cause I want to share your magic. If people can get in and learn from you, that would be rad too. So talk to us about that. 
I appreciate you. I, I am super excited. Yeah. I I've always been working with people one-on-one. It's always been one-on-one clients and I realized, okay, like that's great. But while there is only one of me, that means I can only help so many people a day. So I wanted to make a bigger ripple and I realized, okay, well, if I tweak the way I do my one-on-one process, I could do it in a small group program. So I've created a small group program. Um, I'm limiting it to 11 people because I, I seriously want to keep, keep it small and intimate. Um, it starts December 1st and it's called post-its to Published in 90 days. And I am taking business owners from post-its, just mountains of post-its to publishing their own book as their authority building lead magnet in 90 days. Um, we're going to do it's weekly coaching calls. It's all going to be in a Facebook group. So everything will be recorded. So, um, because I have some clients I know that are on like they're in Europe and I have a few in Australia and then a few here in the States. And so everybody can catch it when it works for you. We're going to go through everything from organizing, outlining, writing, designing your cover or working with a designer, editing, proofreading, getting beta readers, and biggest of all, how to reverse engineer the monetization, AKA how to make it rain and have your book out there within 90 days. Yeah. So that by the end of Q1 in 2022, these 11 people will have a book out there bringing them clients from around the world. So I am, I am obviously really excited about it. Like I can't wait. And, um, the, the investment for this, it's going to be 5k, but because I want to get people in before the end of the year and it's super last minute, um, I'm doing it. It's just 1500 bucks. And so I'm, I know, I know my coach is really mad at me for the price point. Um, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm so, I'm so jazzed. So yeah, um, that'll be like all my info that you put on there. It's on my website. And if okay. anyone has any questions, totally reach out. But yeah, I'm, I'm so pumped to get started. So when is Tell this, me everything. this is starting December 1st? December 1st is when this first round starts. Okay. Yeah. So we got to switch. I get to I'm going to make this episode go out this Friday then, because I had one other one that was going to go out this Friday. But this has to go out this oh. Friday because we got to get this word out to people. So even if we only get, you know, a few people listening, at least they get the opportunity. And I'm definitely going to hype this because I think this is a fucking killer deal. It's basically free. I'm honestly like dollars yeah. is Seriously. a deal, um, to have something of like tangible takeaway at the end yeah. people pay 20 $30,000 for coaching mentorship mastermind programs yeah and they don't literally have anything tangible at the end not to say that it's yeah. not worth it. they didn't get their quote money's worth they didn't get their ROI they may have yes certainly yeah. but to go into a program where you're going to have something completed at the end is huge um and you did you 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 mentioned something that not everybody might know what it was um, this could be there. You called it their not lead magnet, but was it their lead magnet? Is that what you just said? Yeah, their authority building lead magnet. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys don't know what an authority building lead magnet is, go over to my Facebook group. I have a free little downloadable PDF for um, creating opt-ins, the freebies. Yes. Okay. That is the most basic thing you can do to provide content and to get people into a list that you own versus a list that you rent. So Instagram, Facebook, those are lists or communities that you just rent. Basically, they're not ours. They can yeah. be taken away from us at any moment. So if you are building a personal brand or if you're building a business, you want to transfer people into either text messaging or into emails. Those are our lists that you own. And so when you have something like this that Meg says, you have a place to launch it and promote it to your people first. And you ever want to be having that list grow. 
Um, and so that's why putting out freebies and opt-ins are so important because it gets people to opt into your content and follow you and get to know the latest like drops of like right now this we're going on a Black Friday special. So um, all my sweatshirts are going to be 20 bucks, like things like that go out to the email list first. Um, and so creating a high level, uh, well-produced lead magnet that's going to push you to the top and make you look like the expert in your industry is hands down amazing and will cost you far more than $1,500 to ask somebody else yeah. to do something and create it for you. So wow, I'm so excited. I'm, uh, I'm, I, I have a bazillion things to do, but I feel like I need to be in this group with you because it's such a steal and I wanted to do it. And I feel like you were placed in my lap for a reason. So yay. Um, we're going to have the link in the show notes. We're going to have all the details for Meg stuff for you guys. Um, we didn't even talk about this before, but I, I need this to get out there. And if you don't get to catch the first round, I want you guys to send Meg's a message and say, Hey, yeah. this first round has come up too quick. I can't catch it yet, but I want to be on your waiting list for the next one. Please let me know when you plan to run the next one. But for those of you who are ready to take action, and this is the sign you've been waiting for, you're welcome. You're welcome because we all need someone to guide us when it's something new. That's why I talk so much about mentors and coaches and getting the right people in your corner. And Meg's even has her own business coach that told her this is an insane deal, but I will say, I think as a business coach, you running it for this price point as your first round, it's yeah. getting paid. It's, it's considered kind of like a beta run for you, but you're also yeah. profitable. So good for you. And then Meg's doing this. She'll learn what was missing what she can add next time and make it even better each and every time that she does it. So way to say fuck it and take action and give people a killer deal because that's everything. So happy early Christmas to everybody. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, and if people, if they do get in within the first week or two, everything will be replayed and the first week or two are going to be like ramping up. So yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm jazzed. I'm super excited. And how long was the program again? Um, it's 90 days. So it's 12 weeks. Okay. Perfect. I love that. That's awesome. So yeah, if you miss a week here or there, you have time to catch up and go back and watch definitely, stuff, which is amazing because sometimes some of us have pockets of time where we, um, you know, can binge things all at once. I like to watch things all at once versus like having yes. to wait. So I love that you give us that option. So like I literally on the 90th day, 90th day, I can just watch it all. No, <laughs> Don't be like me. Um, so tell us, tell us something that maybe our, obviously our audience doesn't know you, but that you could share with us. And beauty inspires beauty for me came from just the ability to really lean into being yourself. So what does something like that mean to you? Like, what would you, your words of advice to people who, you know, struggle to show up as the truest version of themselves? Oh my gosh. Honestly, just do it, do it now. I, I spent so many, yeah, definitely not going to give you a Ted talk here. I spent so many years, like three decades, hiding who I was because I was not the quintessential beauty or do you know what I mean? That, that stereotypical, I, I was the girl next door who was obsessed with dinosaurs and reading books. Like that, that was me. And so I spent so many years trying to fit into someone else's mold and just realizing that my unique brand of magic is valuable to the world. And it resonates with so many more people than I could have ever imagined follow your dreams serious as, as cheesy and after school, especially as that is follow your dreams. Like listen to your heart. Um, your higher self talk to her that bitch. She, she knows some shit. She knows what's up. Listen to her. And, uh, 
when I was, when I was still working in the corporate world and I was in a call center, I was really afraid of getting on the phone because I was afraid someone's going to like yell at me. And a wise person told me they think you shouldn't be afraid of them. They can't eat you. And so that's been something that I legit carry through life is like, you know what, this may be a tough situation, but they're not going to eat me. And so I know that that's like super lame. That's sorry. That's who I am. But just sometimes situations are scary, but they can't eat you. So just do it. Hey, do I it. can make you your own graphic that has that across your face for the page <laughs> because honestly, we, we are our own first of all, that was beautiful. And second of all, <laughs> do not ever apologize for that advice. That is not lame. That couldn't be more true. And like, honestly, we as humans overcomplicate things. We overthink things. We get, we get in our own way. We are our own biggest enemy. And yeah. at the end of the day, majority of the time, 99.9% of the time, the reason we don't have what we want, or we don't have the business or the life or the whatever is because we're not allowing ourselves to try we're too afraid or we get too comfortable or someone's told you you can't or like my professor told me I was stupid like all the things so I love what you just said thank you for sharing that with us and I just can't wait to watch you evolve into the epic human that you're allowing yourself to be because this this is year one like fucking watch out world Woo! oh yeah yeah I got I got some shit to do I love it it's so good <laughs> that makes me feel so good I'm gonna be on a high all day from today's episode thank you for everything I feel like we're gonna need to co-host some shows down the road just about some oh, yeah. shit um so yeah. can I rope you in for some of those oh I'm 100% in you just tell me when and where Okay. You guys heard it here. She agreed. Okay. Uh, oh my God. Thank you for your time. All of this stuff, you guys will be in the show notes again. Um, if you love this conversation, please tag us after you've listened to it, take a screenshot, share it with your friends. Um, and of course, you know, leave us a five-star review with a thoughtful comment, or if you have questions, I love pulling questions out of, um, the reviews. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, that is also an awesome way to hear when the latest one drops. Um, and if you also haven't joined us in the Facebook group, there's a lot of, you know, call to actions here. Facebook group is where you guys can interact with each other, the other beauty insiders in the community. There's upwards of almost 300 women in there um, who are like you guys, who want to connect, who want to build community. So if this is for you, jump in there. Megs, again, love ya. Can't wait to chat again. And you guys watch this episode will come out this Friday. So I'll send you all the stuff. Love it. This has been so much fun. Thank you. Okay, we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Brain switching lines all of a sudden. I'm going.